oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, hey, ween, hey, 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 ween, hey, no better, no better, swing better. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, everybody, it is me, your boy, Stu McAllister. Mm. Uh, with me, as always, are the dogs. Wean Dog ran away from me. He is now sitting in the chair, and Sadie Dog is clinging to the cool, cool floor. Mm. How's everybody doing this fine Monday, July 19th? How are you doing? Apparently, two years ago was the, uh, the live podcast that we did. How about that? Something like that pops up in my Facebook memories. It's kind of cool. Sometimes Facebook memories, though, like, God damn, man. I wish you could, um, and maybe you can, I'm just unaware. I wish you could, like, delete memories. Like, yeah, I don't want to see this again. You know, like, it, it, you know, something tra traumatic, like someone died or you got fired or you got in a car accident or something. You don't need constant yearly reminders of the shit. That stuff kind of like lingers in your brain and you don't need it to resurface to the front. Fuck Facebook, Jesus. So Facebook should have that option of, uh, let's take a breather. Let's take a four year breather from this bullshit. Uh, so the, the, the new one, the next one will be August 28th, coming to you live all the way from Lake Odessa, the Mike Pellerito uh, Estates. We will be doing another live podcast. And uh, we'll be showing the movie Cocktail afterwards. So quick podcast, then the movie, then you go home. <laughs> then Mike Pellerito says, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> Get your ass out of here. But it should be a good time. I remember everybody had a good time from the first one. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with the second one. We will see what happens. Uh, boy, I apologize to everyone who subscribed to the Patreon. I did not get one done yesterday. Yesterday was a day of um, sleep. I, I slept a good portion of the day. The cats just don't allow me to ever sleep in. Larry Cat always has me up by six if I'm not already up, which a good portion of the time I'm already up anyway. And so I think he's just used to the schedule of feed me, feed me, feed me, even though there's food there for him to eat anyway. I need fresh food, you fuck, get up. So, uh... I just, it was a hot day too. It was like in the low mid nineties here in, in Michigan and it just was hot. And I just don't, I don't do terribly well. I, it's weird how some people will slow down in the cold. I slow down in the heat. Fuck, I just, I don't deal with it so well. So uh, between the heat and the sleep and everything else, I just slept. I, so I apologize to those 
who subscribe. They're like, God damn, this fucker takes a lot of days off. Yes, yes, I do. And uh, I don't blame you for being mad about it. But uh, but there you go. I did end up watching a movie called uh, No Sudden Move. It came out this year, apparently. I don't know if it was ever in the theater or maybe it's in the theater now. But it's on HBO Max. I get, I get HBO Max with my internet. Just one of those crazy fancy things. And uh, so I watched it. it, it I thought it would be pretty good. It had a whole bunch of people in it. Uh, Don Cheadle, uh, Ray Liotta, um, that guy who plays the cop from Stranger Things, and uh, he's in the new Black Widow movie, Dave something or other, he's in it. And uh, the guy from uh, uh, shit, why am I blank? Well, he was in he was in the Avengers movies. He plays the collector and uh, what the what the fuck is that movie with Kaiser Soze? Finster is the, was that his name? God damn it! Why am I blanking? Now I gotta look this shit up. It it always upsets me when uh, I can't I cannot remember. Uh, let's see, no sudden move. There it is. Looking it up, there's the cast. Let's see. Oh, Brendan Fraser was in it too. I forgot. God damn, I forgot he was in it. He is a fat fuck. Benicio del Toro. That's who I was trying to think of. David Harbour was the guy. Kieran Culkin was in it. So there's some, you know, bigger name John Hamm. I forgot he was in it. There are some bigger name people. Some have much smaller roles, but. The, uh, I'm going to read you the, the synopsis of it. In 1954, Detroit, small-time criminals are hired to steal a document. When their heist goes horribly wrong, their search for who hired them and for what purpose sends them wending through all echelons of the race-torn, rapidly changing city. Directed by Steven Soderbergh. Soderbergh. I, I wanted to like it more than I did. I didn't I didn't really like the ending. It kind of was slow and it dragged. It it had this weird weird vibe to it. It had the really cool twist in the beginning. I mean, that's how all these movies work. They there's some shenanigans happening and then some weird shit goes on and then you're like, "Oh, fuck." And then and then it didn't really it didn't keep you going with the old fuck. It just made you go, what? Matt Damon was in it, too. I forgot he was in it. God damn, all these. A lot of stars that had smaller roles in it. If you got HBO Max, give it a watch. I won't tell you to not watch it. I think you'll just walk away with meh, which is pretty much how I felt about it. Meh, meh, meh. I like Don Cheadle. I like him as a war machine in all the Marvel movies. He's good in most stuff. Uh, so what? What? Whatever. Whatever. What? 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 Whatever. And I do like Benicio del Toro too, even though he's got a weird name, and uh, he talks weird. He talks like a motherfucker. <laughs> um. 
All right. All right. Enough of that nonsense. There really isn't anything else to tell you about. Like I said, yesterday was just kind of sleeping, just chilling, hanging out, doing a whole lot of anything, trying to stay out of people's hair. Although I did get, I got a, uh, I got a, a, a text from someone requesting something. I'm just, I'm not going to get into it, but I was just kind of like, oh boy. Oh boy. You get those requests from people, like you haven't spoken to someone in a long time, and then it's like they're asking for like a favor or whatever. And you're just in your brain, you're like, why the fuck would I fucking grant you a favor? Why would I fucking do anything for you? Jesus. Right? That's sort of where I was yesterday. I get aggravated. People make assumptions about shit. Dumb. Today at work, I did a route. And they made made this big deal about having to get stuff done. And go, I had to go to this Podunk County, Osceola County, and deliver stuff to the fairground. And they made a big deal about how it needed to get done today. Oh my God, you got to get it done. I'm like, all right. So I just, uh, it was not on the route, it was something off route. So I just tried to figure out where the closest spot was to it so I wouldn't have to go too far out of my way. And the closest spot was still like a half hour away. So I get over there and I ask for the lady who made the order and uh, she uh, wasn't fucking working today. How about that, everybody? How about that? All right. So the lady who's doing all the ordering for everything is not there. So I go, okay, well, I have this, I have the dipping Dots here, ladies. And the late, one lady was like, oh, well, we plugged in the freezer this morning and it's uh, over there. They said by the, uh, the stone gate. And I'm like, okay. And then they're like, okay, so I'll just, she's like, I'll just meet you there. I'm like, okay. So I get in my van and I drive down the road like they told me to. And there were these two stone pillars, which was an entrance into the fairgrounds. And I'm like, okay, I'm assuming this is what it is. So I drive in, but there's nothing there to indicate stone gate of any kind. None, none of the, the, Exhibit houses were named Stonegate, none of this shit. So I drive a little further, and I'm thinking, all right, maybe I'm just going to find, like, a vendor spot of some kind. And I did. I found a vendor spot. There was a dude there, and he's cleaning it out. He's sweeping up. He's a shirtless old man, and he's got an old dog in his car. And I'm like, hey, man, do you know where the Dippin' Nuts freezer is? He's like, nope. And I'm like, motherfucker. And I said, well, I have Dippin' Nuts for it. And he's like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, God damn it. So I drive back to the stone pillars. And I call the woman that was uh, listed on the sheet, right? Because I'm like, I don't know what the fuck. He's, the woman who told me she'd meet me over there had disappeared. Now, I'm going to tell you this, everybody. From where we were to the stone pillars probably would have been less than a 60-second walk. Truly, it was that kind of fucking close. So I'm like, I don't know where this woman went. She disappeared. It was very strange. So I call the woman on the sheet. I tell her what's going on. And she's like, oh, we didn't know you were coming today. And I'm like, I don't know. It's always that way, everybody. Nobody never fucking knows the goddamn thing. I'm like, listen, all I know is my boss told me to get here today and I'm here. Well, we plugged in the freezer this morning. It'll be fine then. If it's been plugged in for more than an hour, the freezer will be fine. 
Are you sure? Yes, goddamn, I'm fucking sure. Jesus Christ, it's it's a freezer. It doesn't take a day to, for it to fucking get to where it needs to be. It needs a little bit of a time, and an hour is plenty. God damn. So as she's talking with me, the, the old lady, she pulls up in a vehicle. I don't know why the fuck she drove over in a fucking vehicle. Like I said, it would have been less than a 60-second walk. Probably if you were a normal person walking, it would have been like 30 seconds. Truly. So she shows up. She unlocks the door. And she just tells me, she's like, yeah, just close the door when you're done. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I'm talking, I'm still talking to the lady on the phone because she, the, I want to make sure I had the order right. We currently only have five flavors. She didn't order one. She ordered four out of the five. I was like, well, you didn't order any rainbow. That's a really good seller. Here's the reason why they didn't order the rainbow. The rainbow doesn't have any dairy in it. It's kind of, it's water-based. It's more like a sherbet, I guess, than ice cream. And she said, because they're trying to stay true to their message and true to their calling, because it's all fucking cows. They just wanted to stick to the fucking dairy-based. I'm like, all right, you guys are weirdos. Why don't you make your fucking money? How about that? Rainbow will sell better than the chocolate and the banana split, but whatever. You're you're a fucking genius. So I give her all the product. I give her everything she wanted. And I left the slip, the invoice, and I got the fuck out of there. And I went on about my day, and I told my boss, I've, I finished today at a regular normal hour. I finished it like, I didn't even have nine hours today, everybody. How about that? It was like eight hours and 45 minutes. And I said, hey, boss, I know that these guys aren't doing their job. And he's like, how do you know that? These are my coworkers, because this was not a route that I normally run. I said, because we have that product. There's that new flavor, the brownie batter. And because it's a new product, there weren't any stickers for it on all of the, uh, the freezers that we had, right? So we were supposed to take these stickers that we got and put them on the freezers. And I found many, many, many freezers that did not have these stickers on them. And now I know that's just stupid, but I'm going to tell you this, everybody, because I've just seen it. People look at the, the lid of the freezer, and then they will determine if there is a flavor that they want. And so if they don't see brownie batter on the lid, they're not going to assume that there's brownie batter in the freezer, and they won't necessarily open it up, and they won't take it. They might not want chocolate, banana split, cookies, cream, cotton candy, rainbow. They're like, I want fucking brownie batter. And if they don't see it on the lid, they're not going to look inside. It's just a simple fucking thing. And there's things about the freezers that were just off, that were just wrong, that maybe go, these fuckers are not selling. They're not doing what they're supposed to. It's incredibly frustrating again on just a simple job. It's a simple job. It's a simple job. You have a job. Maybe you think it's simple. I know this job is simple. You go to stores. You deliver product. There you go. We're done and done. They they can pay you now. They can we can bill them later. However they want to fucking do it. Just just so simple. So I get done. I tell my boss I'm done. He's going to have me do some things tomorrow. I got to go in late. I'm getting blood tests done. I had that physical last week, and so now they're going to draw some blood to make sure all the fucking, I don't know, cholesterol and all that shit's fine, I guess. I don't make sure I don't have fucking AIDS. I got old man AIDS 
All maids. <laughs> Make sure I, I'm not going to die, I guess. I don't know. So, uh, uh, I, I call my boss and I'm telling him I'm out of here. I'm out of this shithole, right? A half hour later, he sends me a message from a place that I had went to this morning, but it was closed. Because I told my boss there were several places that were just closed. And God knows when these fucking places are open. And one of them was a campground. I was there after 8 o'clock. They were closed. They don't have hours posted anywhere. I'm like, I, I don't know what you want me to do here, folks. So uh, I skipped them and I moved on. They're like, oh, nobody stopped by. There's no nobody dropped off any product today. And I told my boss, we they need to fucking have more appropriate hours. Shouldn't a campground be open at 8 o'clock? To me, it seems like a campground store should be open at fucking 8 o'clock. All right? People get up. They want their coffee. They want to buy worms. I don't. They fucking want to eat Debonauts. I don't fucking know. But they're, they're up. They go, go to the store and buy themselves some smokes, a soda, whatever. 8 o'clock. And I guess I feel as a person who gets up before 6 o'clock most days, I don't feel like 8 o'clock is too fucking early. So at some point, I don't know if of tomorrow, whenever, fucking someone's going to have to go back. And it just and it angers me when we have to adjust our schedules. We have these routes that they're set up in a specific way. One place I was supposed to go today was only open from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. That's it. What the, what the fuck is that about? 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. It was a, a gymnastics place for kids. What the fuck is that about? How am I supposed to deal with that? I don't fucking know. It's just, it's just fucking, it's just more bullshit. It's more bullshit. My van is shit. The, uh, the, the radio slash navigation slash backup camera is broken. It's not working. And I don't care about the radio. I, I brought a Bluetooth speaker I can plug in. I just use that. I don't care about the navigation because, you know, I got it on my phone or I got it on the tablet we're supposed to use. I don't give a shit about any of that. I do care about the backup camera because this this van that I'm driving is pretty fucking huge. And when you're backing up, the side mirrors can only show you so much. They don't show you what's directly behind you. You don't necessarily know if someone is standing there or whatever this or that. So for it to not have the backup camera working, today I purposely parked so that I would never need to back up. You know, even if it was requiring me to walk a little farther distance, I didn't give a shit because I didn't want to be stuck in a position where I was going to have to back up at all. I didn't want to hit anything or anyone. So that fucking thing, apparently it's going in on Thursday. But it always sucks when things are gone because that's one last truck for the rest of us to use. Pain in the ass. Brand new truck, too. It's got 11,000 miles on it, and I have put on probably about 10,000 of those miles myself. And we've only had it since, I don't know, June. Early June would be my guess. A lot of driving, everybody. A lot of fucking driving. All driving. So that's about it, man. This might be a short podcast. I don't have shit to bitch about. I don't have shit to bitch about. 
I got a couple packages coming in the mail. One tomorrow is supposed to be my uh, Amazon order that I got from uh, got for my uh, I had to buy some compression socks, new ones, the ones that I've had have had for a couple of years now. The toes are starting to fucking uh, get holes in them. And I, I like the kind that I had, but they don't seemingly have them on, on on Amazon anymore, which sucks. I had to get another kind. Whatever. I'm just hoping they're tall enough. That's the issue. I don't need anything that's going to be like halfway up my fucking calf. Sucks. The ones I got were all black this time. Last time I got kind of multicolored. I think it's better if I just stick with black. Better go black. Once you go black, you you stay black, right? That's the expression, I think. So, it's coming tomorrow. And I think, I think, everybody, I ordered some arm sleeves. Have you guys ever ordered arm sleeves? Kind of like compression socks, but for your arms? I got them, not because I'm having any problems with my arms, but it's a way to kind of keep sun off your arms and, and keep yourself a little cleaner, you know, if you're out like in the dust and you're doing landscaping or whatever. So I bought I bought some of those too. So we'll see everybody. We'll see how it works out. Well, so I also bought a coin. I'll let you know when the coin shows up cuz it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird, but I like it a whole lot. Say dogs give me stink eye right now. Why are you giving me stink eye? Don't give me stink eye. What I also like, everybody, I really like the Buffalo Bills, clearly, right? You guys know that, Bills Mafia for life. I mean, most of the shit I wear, the hats are Bills Mafia. I wear uh, masks that are Bills Mafia. If anyone were to ask me why you're still wearing a mask, I'm like, because I paid a lot of money for these masks, and I'm going to continue to wear them until I get my money's worth motherfucker but um i'll shit on someone on the bills if i think they need to have shit on them if they need to be shit on if they need to be shat on shit it on shut on shoot on shout on shout out blackout white out all right i'm done uh this past weekend, Michael Irvin, Hall of Famer Michael Irvin, uh, well, I don't particularly like Michael Irvin. I didn't like him as a player. I don't like him as an announcer. I think he's pretty stupid. But he said that there is an obvious connection between COVID vaccinations and victories in 2021 because there's going to be a certain advantage to players and teams where uh, their players have been vaccinated. The teams with the most vaccinated players will operate under 2019 rules, which is pretty much have at it, fellas. And the people that don't will have to operate under the 2020 COVID protocols. And, uh, I mean, that kind of sucks, right? If, if you're not getting vaccinated, it sucks. You're going to have to get tested and wear a mask and maybe be separated and have to do Zoom calls. All sorts of shit like that. It's just not good. But one of the Bills receivers, Cole Beasley, who I fucking, I loved Cole Beasley. I, he's a great player and all that, and I just want him to shut the fuck up. I know a lot of people like, stay in your lane. And I'm not saying that he has to stay in his lane. I'm just saying I don't fucking like what fucking lane he's taking. 
There you go, Cole Beasley. You can say whatever the fuck you want. And then I can fucking say you're a goddamn moron for saying what you want. And then he can call me a fucking moron for saying what I said. And they said, what, you want a fucking knuckle sandwich? I got some goddamn brass knuckles, bitch. And he's like, I went to SMU. And I'm like, I don't know. What does that mean? Stupid mother uh, stuff. <laughs> and he's like, that doesn't even make any sense. I'm like, I know, Cole. I went to a D3 school. Fuck off. Cole Beasley said you can be vaccinated and not do all the right things football-wise to be at your best. All it means is players are going to be out there with COVID and we won't know because they only get tested once a week so the NFL can make their money. Well, he's he's a fucking weirdo, man. Vaccinated players will be tested once every two weeks, not every week. Unvaccinated players will be tested every single day, right? The, the odds of you having COVID are in, smaller and smaller and smaller. So get, get the vaccination, everybody. Just do it. It even helps with these new fucking variants. The Delta, Rona, just get vaccinated. God damn it, man. I, if you haven't get, gotten vaccinated, I'm assuming you're not going to. Nothing I say will get you to do it. If you've already been vaccinated, thank you for being one of the smart people, I guess. I, I don't know what to tell you. Unless you've got a medical reason. I don't I don't understand why you wouldn't get it, right? Beasley, according to this article, it says here, Beasley is absolutely right when he says that the NFL wants to play its games and make its money. Yeah, yeah, you dumb motherfucker. Because you know what else happens? If the NFL plays and makes their money, you make your money, you dumb son of a bitch. You dumb motherfucker. He's a dumb motherfucker. As to Beasley's contention that a player can be vaccinated and not do all the right things football-wise to be at your best, he's technically right. Irvin's point is that the players who are committed to maximum performance and availability will view the question of whether to get vaccinated not as a political statement or the potential implementation of microchips. Jesus Christ, no. That's not happening, everybody, no into their bodies, but as another box to check on the path of potential championship. If a player is able to set aside the misinformation and other nonsense and get vaccinated in the name of the winning, he's more likely to do all the other things he needs to do to help his team win. And there you go, man. It's as simple as fucking that. It's as simple as that. Do what you need to do. There are all of these issues currently right now in the Olympics. Were you guys even aware that the Olympics was happening or there's like qualifying rounds whatever people are getting the fucking rona these these professional oh world-class athletes are getting the rona you know what else they're getting uh in tokyo at the the, the olympic village probably syphilis and herpes and all sorts of shit because everybody keeps indicating that the olympic village is just fucking one orgy after the other everyone's just fucking plowing each other left and right everybody's got butt plugs and cock rings and uh, everything else going on they're plowing away and they said that one of one of the ways that they're trying to prevent it they're giving everybody condoms which is good i guess but they're also um apparently all the beds they they've given uh, the athletes to use are made out of cardboard which i don't I don't understand that, but they're made out of cardboard to prevent like more than one person being on the bed at a time. I guess it doesn't help, but you know what? Um, I think, 
uh, athletes and just anyone in general would be like, all right, so my bed fucking, I'm now sleeping on the floor. My mattress is now on the floor as opposed to this cardboard bed frame, right? Like, does it really matter? If people want to plow, they're going to fucking plow. <laughs> it's as simple as that. All I want is to see, uh, I want there to be like live footage of these Olympic orgies. Can you imagine? These are like some of the, the best in shape, most toned people just fucking going at it like they're goddamn rabbits. Jackhammering each other. And you know that there's got to be fucking Olympic dudes just fucking having it, slamming each other's cock and balls into their buttholes. There's got to be fucking uh, lesbian Olympians out there just fucking diving in muff deeper than anyone ever has. (laughs) I just want video of that. I don't want to actually watch the Olympics. I want to watch the Olympic sexcapades. How about that? Put that on pay-per-view instead. That'll fucking blow away any MMA or WrestleMania or anything else. Olympic sexcapades. They could turn it into an eyes-wide-shut thing and just everybody wears a mask and you don't know who's who. How about that? Except you'd probably know, like, the fucking basketball players because their dongs are down to their knees. These six foot ten dudes with monster dongs. <laughs> ah, maybe I'm wrong. Whatever. Are you guys interested in the Olympics at all? I have zero interest in it. I think even if it was like a non-COVID year kind of thing, even if everything was the same, I just don't care. Like it used to be just like basketball I'd care about, but now I don't care. The American team's just getting fucking beat by loser t- countries and. Everybody on the team's a superstar. Nobody knows how to play as a team anymore. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I mean, volleyball I was always interested in, but whatever. Who cares? There's there's no one I'm interested in. Apparently, the only one who was kind of interesting was uh, what Naomi Osaka. She's out, I guess. And then I guess there was some uh, runner lady who got busted for using weed. She's like, oh, you just use weed because my mom died, or you know, something like that. I'm, you know, I'm not, you know, belittling her grief or whatever, but it's one of those things where, like, hey, you're not supposed to do these things. It didn't say you're not supposed to do these things unless your mom died. So if you're using drugs and they catch it in you, whose fault is that? That's yours, man. I'm sorry that you're grieving. But, uh, you know, my dad died. I didn't use fucking weed. <laughs> Everybody's got their own way of dealing with grief, I guess. But if you're, way, if you're an Olympic caliber runner and you're trying to perform in the Olympics and they're telling you you can't use weed, don't fucking use weed. It's as simple as that. Am I wrong? No, Stu, you've never been more right. This next story is kind of an update because I talked about this guy a long, long time ago because of his name. But now, oh my God, this guy, this guy has done it. He's he's made a name for himself. This guy is now on the U.S. Marshals 15 most wanted fugitive list. How about that? And the reason I brought this guy's name up is because of his name. His name is Daryl Demon Brown. Right here from Grand Rapids, Daryl Demon Brown. 
And a good old demon is wanted for a double homicide. He killed his girlfriend and uh, the girlfriend's niece back in March of 2019. And he has been on the run. So I don't know how what, what it takes to qualify to get on the U.S. Marshals most wanted list, but he did. He's top 15. Let's see if we can get him into the top 10. Demon, let's get you into the top 10, you bitch. There's a $25,000 reward leading to the uh, his arrest. Uh, this fucker did it, too. There's there's no reason to believe that he didn't do it. He's five foot eight, black hair, brown eyes, weighs about 180 pounds. He's used the aliases J.J. Robinson, Jimmy J.J. Walker, Michael Richardson, and Marcus Wright. It's weird when dudes have so many different fucking names. If if you got so many different fucking names, yeah, you're shady as shit. Um, he doesn't have... Uh, he's never lived outside of Grand Rapids. But he's got family in Wisconsin, Arizona, Georgia, and Ohio. So if you live in any of those states, keep your eyes out for this fucking demon. Maybe get yourself 25 gur. He looks to me like there's a little bit of Asian in him. He kind of looks Polynesian, maybe. He looks like if you were in a fucking professional wrestling, he looks like, what was his name? King Tonga? Uh, now I gotta fucking pull this up. T-O-N-J. Tonga. Wrestler. Uh, yep. Yep, he looks like Tonga to me a little bit. I mean, not as big as Tonga was, but he's got the same kind of face. Polynesian, a little Polynesian to me. So, but anyway, if you fucking see this guy, uh, call the marshals, get that 25 gur, and then uh, just throw throw me five hundo. Throw me five hundo for getting this information to you. A little finder's fee action or whatever, right? You can call the marshals at one eight seven seven nine two six eight three three two. Let's bust this fucker. He killed two ladies. He needs to go down, down in Chinatown. Uh, Uh, There was an article here in Lansing. This happened in Lansing. There was a garbage truck doing what they do. But when they were going through the garbage, they fucking, there was a dog in it. Someone had dumped a dog in a dumpster. And the, the garbage guys came and they picked it up and they had it in their garbage truck. And the, the animal, it's a little fucking, I don't know, Pekingese kind of thing. It's just a small little dog. It's got life-threatening injuries probably from just getting tossed in the fucking garbage truck. But uh, they're looking to find out what happened. Uh, the Capital Area Humane Society is wanting to know. Call them at 517-626-6060. And uh, maybe we can figure out what happened to this dog. Why it was in a dumpster. Uh, whoever did that to the dog is a piece of shit. Why are you putting a dog in a goddamn dumpster, motherfucker? I mean, I'm having problems with my pets here, with my cats more than my dogs. But I'm not going to throw one in a dumpster. Jesus Christ, I'm not a fucking savage. I'm not a fucking savage. Take care of your pets. All right, I'm going to end it on this because this is a crazy fucking story. Have any of you guys ever been on a hot air balloon? 
I was supposed to go on one a long time ago with my mother. And uh, something, it got, something got screwed up with the time. Like we were supposed to be there at 5 a.m. And we thought it was 5 p.m. And the, they were all like, oh, we can't do it that late in the day because of winds. Or, I don't, it was just something weird. Like when they're, they were talking to me, I'm like, hey, what the fuck is wrong with you fucks? So we never did end up going. But one of uh, one of my fears is it, riding one of those things is just someone like falling out, right? Like you're in the gondola, I think that's what it called the the huge basket. There really doesn't like it's pretty tall, but there just doesn't seem to be like. You, a railing or a fence or anything to kind of prevent you from actually really falling. Like, I'm pretty tall. So I can just see myself stumbling and falling out. Um, but that's what happened uh, this, this past week, Thursday. has happened in Vermont. A pilot of a hot air balloon died after he was tangled in the gear underneath the basket and fell to his death. Jesus. Four passengers boarded the hot air balloon alongside the pilot, identified as Brian Boland, 72. Right there, that's the problem. I don't want a 72-year-old man fucking piloting my hot air balloon. I'm sure, you know, I don't know what Brian looked like, but I'm assuming he was frail, fragile, and hunched. That's not the guy I want fucking uh, in charge of my hot air balloon. He's not the kind of guy that I want if I got if I'm going skydiving. Here's your skydive instructor. Nope, no he is not. Sorry 72-year-old man, you're fucking out. Uh, after taking off, the balloon descended and touched down a nearby field when the balloon hit the ground. A passenger fell out but was unharmed. See, already fucking this fucking asshole 72-year-old has zero control over this balloon. Bolin became entangled in gear affixed to the balloon as it reascended and ended up entrapped underneath the basket. Jesus Christ. Bolin fell into another field and was pronounced dead at the scene. The passengers in the hot air balloon remained aloft as they crossed the state line into New Hampshire. The hot air balloon became caught in a grove of trees in the city, border city of Piermont. The three passengers were able to climb down the tree without any injuries. The four passengers were identified as Roger Blake, Ellen Blake, and their daughter, Emily Blake, and her child. Bolin had been a balloon pilot for over 40 years. Oh, there's a picture of this guy, and he looks like a total fucking mess. This guy. He doesn't look 72. Oh, it is from this picture they took was from 11 years ago. So, yeah, he looks like a fucking hippy-dippy mess that you would expect lives in fucking Vermont. The guy was a legend in his own time. Yeah, I'm sure he was. What does it take to be a legend fucking in, in balloons? Uh, David Bristol, a fellow pilot and repairman at Head Balloons, wrote in a Facebook post that Bullen was the father of experimental balloon movement, and he did a lot to promote the sport of hot air ballooning. Jesus. Well, now he's dead. He did, he, whatever he did to promote it, he just destroyed it by being a fucking idiot and uh, crashing the balloon and then falling out and dying himself. What a fucking idiot. 
that's not the kind of story that makes me go, yeah, I want to fucking ride in a hot air balloon. Now it makes me go, yeah, I'm smart for never having fucking ever been in a balloon. So have you guys ever been in a hot air balloon? Would you go? Apparently there is a, uh, a festival of sorts here close to Grand Rapids in, uh, I think it's in Grand Haven. Or maybe it's Granville. I don't know. It's in Grand something, I think. So they're cool. To look. I'm not going to lie. They're cool to look at. I like looking at them. I just don't think I'd want to get into them. And the story reconfirms that I am correct with that thought. So, all right, everybody, that is it. Done for the day. Constant swearing, occasionally funny. Uh, if you guys can do a couple things for me, if you could like the Facebook and Twitter page, that'd be great. I actually got blocked this weekend on Twitter. There was some dumbass uh, who had, had a Twitter post. It's weird when, like, you're not even following people, but people will show up in your Twitter line because whoever whoever does follow you or you follow them, they liked someone else's post, so it pops up in your timeline. I don't need to see the shit. And it was just some dumb comment about, it was about black kids. Black kids aren't told these things like he's like no kids are told these things but then they eventually are they are told that their lives aren't worth as much this or that or whatever and it was really just kind of dismissive and stupid and uh so i call him a fuck face i think <laughs> that he just blocked me so then i used my own page my Stu McAllister twitter i said oh you're a fucking cunt and then he blocked that one <laughs> and then i used the uh the other Twitter page that I do promotions for, and I call them a fucking idiot on that one, and they block that one too. So, guy sucks, sucks donkey balls. Don't be a cunt, and I won't call you a cunt. How about that? But if you can like the Facebook and Twitter, that'd be great. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider subscribing to the Patreon. It's just five bucks a month, one less Big Mac in your life, one less Starbucks in your life. Give it to me. Actually, I'm trying, everybody. I'm. Uh, I've done this before. I. I fail. I'm good at it for a while, and then I fail. I, I fall off the wagon. It's not booze. I'm just trying to um, cut out soda is what I think I'm, I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to cut out the soda and uh, just see. So, uh, But, yeah, if you want to consider subscribing to uh, the Patreon, that would be great. If you can do a couple things for me, too, if you can go follow another episode podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, that is a podcast done by my buddy Matt Harper and his friend Mandy Elaine. The two of them talk about movies that shaped their childhood. So these are movies from, uh, you know, 20 years ago plus. Every Wednesday they drop new episodes. Last week I was the guest host because Mandy couldn't uh, participate. We talked about the movie The Cube which is now on the top 10 most downloaded movies for uh, for them for another episode podcast. I don't understand why, because that movie is atrocious. But uh, go give it a listen and see if we can move up further in the ranks. The number one movie, I can't believe, was uh, Groundhog Day. I think it's because it was the original one. It was uh, Groundhog Day with Jason Alt. And so I think that's the one. And I think it's because it was the first episode, so a lot of people tuned in. But let's try and beat it. Let's see what we can do. The Cube this past week. So uh, this coming week is uh, in, uh, the Patrick Swayze movie Roadhouse. I love that movie. Roadhouse is great. So go give them a listen on your favorite podcast platform, okay? Then go check out Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. 
small businesswoman making her way, doing some things. So go like her page on Facebook, buy something from her, message the page, see what gifts, uh, what craft she has, what baked goods she has, and buy some. Okay, do that. Then we got the Sunday Slaw. That's uh, Adam House and his wife Stephanie. They talk about coleslaw. Who doesn't love coleslaw? Then they do a Facebook Live of themselves eating coleslaw. They sometimes they have guests on. They had their their oldest boy on this past week. He apparently doesn't like coleslaw. That's crazy. But go like their page on Facebook if you could too. That'd be great. Then we got John Midgley. John B. Midgley. He has got a page about his magic exploits. Magic JBM. The B stands for bitchin'. John Bitchin Midgley. So go like his page, Magic JBM. Follow along with all his magic stuff. When he's got shows coming out, he's got some videos. It's a good stuff. Good stuff. Magic JBM. Then last but not least, we got the whole thing donut shop in Forney, Texas. It's funny. I stumbled across an article that happened in Forney. A guy got arrested. He busted out of a cop car. And like an hour later, they found him in an Applebee, still handcuffed. He had to go get his uh, buy one, get one free Margs over at Applebee's down there in Forney, Texas. But Forney, Texas is a suburb of Dallas. So if you're ever down in Dallas, go check out the whole thing donut shop. Get yourself a nice gourmet donut. Your life will be better for it. So do all of those things for me. And uh, that's about it. I'll be back tomorrow. I promise. I swear to God, I promise. I'll be back tomorrow for another Patreon. Well, we'll talk all sorts of nonsense. Uh, Thank you very much for listening, guys. And don't forget, August 28th, put it in your books. Get more information to you. Live podcast. We'll see you later. Bye.